Okay, so we didn't really do the intro yet. Well, here's the intro. Hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Welcome to Damage Control, where we're just trying to control our damage. Yep. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Okay, I press the button. We're recording. Hello, Miss Imani. We How's it going? It's going. Welcome, y'all. Happy you're here. Welcome back. If you've been with us for a while, if you haven't, welcome to Damage Control. Yes. Robin and I are happy to have you here. Yes. I think, is this episode nine? Yes. Nine, we're almost in double digits. We're almost in double digits. Wowie. We're on the other side of the hill now. Yeah, we're it's all, all downhill from here. <laughs> all downhill. We finally made the stretch, and we're good to go. Made like, it past seven. Yeah, we got the flow going. Yep. Yeah, this is good. This is good. We're chilling, guys. Yeah, what's so, up? What's new? I honestly, I feel like I'm just in a weird funk. Oh, tell me about it. I just am frustrated with everything. You know, I think like even I made a new playlist, which love that is great because I feel like it helps me process kind of where my mental state is at. What's the vibe? It's just sad. Oh, like I, but not, not in like a, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's been a long year. I think part of it is thinking like March of last year, what was going on. Yeah. Like thinking where we are now in march of this year i was looking back at some things i wrote and i'm just like man i don't know that i feel that much different you Mm. know and then that just leads to a whole tangent like march of last year was crazy like at this time last year we were no longer in school we were no longer yeah like doing our normal activities i was moved back home like it was just crazy yeah and then like i just it just makes me feel really heavy like i think that i have to i i don't like being sad i don't like being really anything other than happy but i think that like i i'm learning at least in this last year like what does what does it look like to just like let myself grieve and like Hmm. not force myself into these moods of like, I'm so happy. And like, I'm like, like, cause I'm just not that right now. And I think there's like some level of like, like if I'm not happy, go lucky money, then like, I can't be around anyone. Cause like people only know me as this one thing. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to be around people because I don't feel fun to be around and I don't want to be around people because they have this expectation of me that like I can't uphold right now. So I feel like I'm just drained because I'm trying to uphold this like standard, but I just don't have the energy. Does Hmm. that make sense? No, it does. I get it. Totally get it. Yeah. And I think like, I just like a lot of my friends, like the, the, the state of, the America's social climate for the last year has just felt very 
heavy heavy intense and i feel like the closer the closer you are in proximity to these communities that are being directly affected the more it's just like oh it's just hard like i i can't i feel like america's um compassion <laughs> level is broken i feel like a lot of my a lot of people who i'm around don't have don't have the same level of empathy i have so it's hard for it's hard for me to explain like why the things that are happening affect me in the way they do and then it's hard for them to understand well like why can't you just get over it or like why like you're not affected by it so blah blah blah, blah. you know yeah and it bothers me when people disregard others emotions and it just feels like it keeps it like we're repeating so many and that's not like people I'm, when i say people i just mean in general like the things i see all are just like ah, like i just know you i know we can do better yeah it's frustrating so i'm just i'm just tired and i feel like i i like when i get tired emotionally i'm just like i, I don't want to be around people even though that's kind of like what brings me out of that. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to because I I know, I shouldn't say I know. I feel like I'm not the same fun, quote unquote, person that people expect me to be. And like, I don't feel like my, I don't feel like the fullness of my emotions are always welcomed in spaces i'm in hmm. which is tricky because it's like what do you do if if your friends always know you as like the happy one who like brings up the mood or blah 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 what are you supposed to do when you don't feel that and you're like on the other side of the spectrum like what do you i just feel like that's a very tough place to be in yeah i feel like you're almost letting your friends down because yeah. you're not yeah i totally get that yeah. i sometimes think people invite me to parties just to like spice things up just to like have a more of an energy person around i've i've gotten someone's told me that before like i love you as a friend but like i know you're also really fun in like situations and you'd make everybody feel welcome so i'm gonna invite you and 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 what if you don't feel like that like that's such a compliment but now i have so much pressure on me to actually make sure i get like i almost have like a job now yeah and it's like what if i don't perform the way you want me to i totally get that yeah so i i I haven't fully i feel like i know what is causing like this heaviness but i'm just like too exhausted to like actually to to like actually sit in it and i feel like we'll probably get into some of that in different parts of this but overall i'm just tired like i i'm just i'm just tired like i'm mentally emotionally physically tired hmm all senses of the word i love how you're so transparent you just went into it well you're so brave uh, i couldn't i've spent (laughs) i've spent too much time like trying to like sugarcoat and package things in a way that's like easy for people to digest i guess where it's like that's actually not true like you know how many people suffer silently because they think no one will get it and then you say something and then everybody else is like dang i thought i was the only one because nobody says anything i just can't do it i don't have the i don't even have the energy to like put up a facade that's how tired i am wow which is a lot 
Well, I hope this episode will give you a little bit of life. Maybe oh, yeah. a few laughs. This I love doing this. This is <laughs> okay. This is this is like a highlight. I feel like this oh. this is therapeutic. You know? Yeah, I get that. I've I've never talked this much about myself, I don't think ever. And I've never felt so many damn emotions or but, anything yeah. since talking about this. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but we'll it is. It. It's okay. It's, it's just a like, good thing. If you just it's just so weird because like if you know me in person, th- like guys, if we ever hang out, anybody who's listening to this, you will not get this Robin. No, you, you won't. won't. You won't. Like I'm really fun and I will keep it really hard like I, like hard and everything. Like if you want to talk emotional, hang out with Imani. I can't I, I if you hang out with I me, gotta, we I feel like I've grown into this person though. Really I was have. not all of, I was not always this. You really have. Like if you met me beginning of college, I was completely different. Very much. But like I think me. like you if you are if you like I it's not because I don't feel emotions, it's because I suppress them. Like so imagine it's like I like I feel things very deeply. I just don't express them as such hmm. that's exhausting but anyway i've had to grow a lot emotionally to be honest and not just not because i like talking about feelings but literally because it's not healthy for me to keep them in well yeah eventually eats you up and then you explode or implode i think we talked about that on the first episode yep yeah i, I am it. an exploder for sure yeah i just don't for sure about it. i just i just suppress it but do you ever explode? Mm. I honestly don't think I've ever exploded. I think I've... Well, the thing is, like, I normally work it out. Like, because the thing is, I really don't feel things. So, like, for instance, I've had multiple... This may sound like I'm, like, soulless. I promise I'm not. Like, I have, I have feelings. But, like, for instance... When my dogs died or when my cats died, I didn't cry. Like, I'm sad, but I just don't feel like, like, and I love them. Do not get me wrong. Like, I grew up, I had 14 years of my life with my dogs. Like, they were brothers to me. But when they died, I didn't feel the need to cry. Or, like, I've had family members pass away and I feel sad. I just don't really feel the need to cry. And, like, I just, I don't know if I feel things as deep as people or like social issues 100% I would I love to be aware of them but like I can't put the weight of the social issues on my shoulders like I I I emotionally can't get there and I I don't know if something's blocking me but like when something bothers me emotionally I always seem to work it out before it hits me deep if that makes sense like I've never really exploded or imploded out of frustration or out of emotion or out of really anything. I just don't get there. And I don't know if that's my own mind putting up a block like like road ending, don't go there, you know? Or if it's just I can, you know, finesse my emotion some way. I don't know. I like I said, social issues, hundred percent am there. I will learn about it. I will put the time in. But like I can't Maybe it's my lack of empathy. I don't know. But I just can't get there emotionally. I don't know what it is. Which is valid. And I feel like 
I honestly have felt like that a majority of my life. Yeah. Until I was like, I'm like, you cannot outrun yourself. And I think for me, I got to a point where I was like, it's not true that I don't feel these things. It's what's more accurate is that I like these things come up and then I put them somewhere else. So I don't have to think about them. I make myself busy. Mm -hmm. I do extra projects. I throw myself into work, school, literally anything else except thinking about whatever it is I don't want to think about. But as a way of coming back around, that's what makes me explode. Mm. Like that, like I could spend, I could spend however much time I want trying to not think about something, but that thing, all like like you said, that will eat you alive. And I think I, I had too many situations where I was like, this is actually affecting me way more than I thought. To where I'm like, I need to, I, like, why, why, like, life doesn't have to, these things don't have to sneak up if I just meet them when they come up the first time. Yeah. That makes sense. But it took me, it took me, <laughs> it took me, it didn't, I didn't just start doing that. I had people who had to, like, help me get there, you know? And I'm honestly 100% transparent. I don't know if I ever want to get there is that bad why though i i feel like it it depends because i feel like life is so short there's no reason like to get like i just it may sound super weird and i think it might just be my outlook on life like i just don't feel the need to really get upset about things like if something happens take care of it move on like like i don't know i just don't really sit in situations and i don't sit in emotion or like i have nothing to be guilty of like i don't have something eating like no guilt is up on me like i just don't know like i don't feel the need i like we're like we only have 24 hours in the day i'd rather spend those doing fun happy things and if something comes up i'll address it and then i'll just move on maybe it's just my quick processing or my lack of processing i don't know but like i just i just rather do fun happy things and i think that i choose to do that rather than sit and stuff i don't know which makes sense i think most people prefer like i don't think anybody would ever choose to not be happy but i think like if we like if we choose to only ever feel happiness even when that's not true you miss like the essence of what it means to be human like i feel like so much i've had a lot of fun times with a lot of people but i feel like the the times that i really like connect with people is not through going and having fun like the times that have really connected me with anybody else in my life has been when like you saw me at my worst when i was like not this put together person like you saw me when i was not i couldn't be who everyone else sees me to be and you stayed and sat in that and i feel like those i mean they don't have to be horrible times but i just feel like more often than not it's not something that's like happy go lucky like i feel like human like life is there's so much duality in life that if to like to choose only one or the other just for me like i like that that it that 
that trims out a whole aspect of like who I am, you know? No, yeah, I get it. But I don't feel like it's necessarily wrong to focus on or even crave good things and things that are lighter. Like, I don't feel like that. I don't think that means you're crazy. You I know? think it's just honestly just two separate personalities. Yeah. Or two se- different ways of thinking, two different ways of processing. And that's okay. I think the world needs both sides because my lack of empathy and sitting in that, like you make that up, you know? And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like there's just so much going on that there there needs to be a lighter part of things. And I just tend to focus on that. Like I said, I'll do my do my due diligence and I'll make sure I know what's going on. But I just tend to go the opposite direction in how I spend my time mm-hmm. emotionally. You don't have to. Okay. I think that's too even. Like you don't have to spend all your time being sad. Like Some people you know, don't make me feel guilty for not. For not feeling sad? Yep. For not... Kind of like what you say, for not sitting in it. Because they think me not sitting in it means I don't put in my time and effort and research. I've had that commented to me. It's like, no, I know what's going on, but I'm not destroying myself by sitting in it all day. Because that's what I would do. It would just eat me up. And that's, I can't live my life that way. I would not be myself if I was, if I did that, you know? But what if you would be more of yourself? What do you mean? Like, I feel like this is just how it happened for me. I mean, like in high school, I could I could probably count on one hand the amount of times that I was like, I'm just sad today. Like, that wasn't really my thing. Like, I was always doing something, always hanging out with people, always. And I, I maybe, I mean, I've definitely had like major seasons of depression also, which is a whole different thing. But... I think like I always had like this other people's other people's idea of like who they thought I was like I was always described as like outgoing and friendly and she laughs all the time and she's always happy like those are things that other people other people have always described me as that and like she's just like super nice blah 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 blah, blah. like very positive things. But I think like I also was like, okay, so that's who I am. And I think I did like this. I did a talk on identity before. But like at at your core, like I don't think I'm just happy. Like I feel like that's just so surface level for me. Like that's not that that doesn't cover the extent of who I am. Like there's there's days where I don't feel like being that person or I'm not that person and like what do where does that leave me if all i am is happy and all i like all that is encompassed uh, encompassed in my life is like wrapped in a pretty bow like i think i i have like a like i have like this idea of like if i if people see me as the happy person or like the life of the party per se like what about when you're not the life of the party though you know I don't know if this makes sense. I feel like I'm sort of in an ex- <laughs> existential crisis. But I just think like 
like people the human experience is so much more than just one emotion and it doesn't matter what the emotion is it's just it's so like it's it's so full like to only pick one would be like there but there's so, have you ever seen the emotion wheel Mm-mm. it's like do i look like somebody that would no emotion no <laughs> you don't but like i know the color wheel well imagine that but like every color is like a different emotion and that like they'll have like the broad ones that you learn as a kid right it's like happy sad scared like stuff like that but then it's like 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 a bunch of other words where it's like what kind of happy are you like i i just feel like there's so many other emotions besides like the basic ones we learned as kids which is hard for me because to me i'm like there's three emotions to me happy sad and angry that's it like what else what else could you possibly you know like i i think that like now i know more that there's more to it than that but at the base level in my head i'm just like three emotions it's got to fit in one of those categories i feel like though like don't get me wrong but i feel like if you feel too much you're just miserable though i don't think that's true either See, if I feel like if I was to feel every little thing that happens in my life, because my life isn't easy. It's not super hard, but it's not easy. And I deal with a lot of people, a lot of personalities. There's people cussing me out on the phone occasionally. Like, I love I, that. I deal with a lot of hard Customer people. Customer service. Yeah, we love it. And I mean, I work in a man's industry for my nine to five. So I. If I was to feel every little thing, I would not get anything done. And also, too, I feel like because I work so much that the time I have, my personal time, I don't want to sit in emotion. I want to be happy and I want to enjoy the time that I have by myself or my free time, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like it, I don't want to sound weird, but like, I feel like I don't have time to feel all the emotions. And I think that's me a self-defensive mechanism for sure. But like I work 60 hours a week. Like I can only do so much, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. Food for thought, everyone. We don't have answers for you. No, we're just babbling. But what an intro. <laughs> I know. I know. <sighs> yeah. You know what? I, there's so much I can say about that. I'm just going well, <laughs> to stop. Let's, let's go on to you, a little something lighter. Yes, you do your updates. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get there. <laughs> um, update, update, update. Let's see what's going on. Um, I hit my PR in uh, lifting the other day, which was fun. Nice. Yeah, I think I have a hernia. <laughs> from from that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know, but my side hurts really bad, and I'm sore all the time. But it's really fun. Shout out Dylan, my brother for helping me lift my gosh i'm telling you the gym is where you find people oh my goodness it is popping over there i freaking love the gym i forgot how much i love it but yeah no it's been good life's good i'm going oh my gosh every single weekend i'm not joking every single weekend from this weekend no no no. last weekend until june i have something that has to do with the wedding so this weekend I have a bachelorette party. Next weekend I have a bridal shower. Then I the next like weekend I have a bridal shower. I feel like this is you every week. I I'm telling you, all of my friends are getting married or getting engaged or having a baby. I'm not joking. Something life giving with 
couples are happening every single weekend until June. It's just, it never stops. It's really fun to and by like. By the time June rolls around, it will be every be month until, every yeah. weekend until freaking October. And it's just the season and the age that I'm, yeah. the age range that I'm in. It's, it's great. Like, I love seeing people grow their families and like start a new life with, you know, getting married and stuff. And it's really cool to be a part of it. Like, I am so blessed to have people want me to be part of their day. Like, that is so cool. Like, you didn't have to choose me to go. Like, it's just really cool to be a part of it. It's also like, I had this, um, shout out Cambria, me and her hang out all the time. And I love that girl so much. We were talking about, you know, I am really feeling like the lack of love in my life. And I think I talked about that last week. Ew. I don't want to talk about it again. Wait, I just had See, like. See, this is, no, this is what I'm saying. So. Because I, I already because talked about it. And I, I know. Talk about but it again. this, to my point, that is not considered a happy go lucky feeling. That's not like how you. That's not how you describe yourself. I am happy. I just you right are, now. but I, I like I wouldn't say that you're unhappy. But I'm just saying, like when we feel things outside of how we view ourselves, it causes a problem, and we push it. I like pushing. Pushing's good. No, like we were just talking about how, like, because it's so every single time you go, it's the same conversations. Like, oh, are you seeing anyone? Like, oh, and like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going back. We did our whole episode on singleness and I still stand by that 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun being single. But it's just seeing all these happy people start this new stage of life. You're just like, like <laughs> looking down at your left hand, you're like, shit, like it's still not happening. But I'm genuinely happy for my friends. It just kind of makes you think like, wow. Like, what's going on, you know? And I and I know the Lord's working in some ways. I'm I'm getting myself up to up to par, you know, and I think I'm being prepared for something awesome. Like I said, there's some spicy gym boys happening, so who knows? But you never know. And it's just it's just one of those things that keep popping up the same question. So anybody it's like, nope, let me know if you have a tall cousin. You know, <laughs> something. But I don't know, it's been it's been good. Uh, working a lot I've been booking a lot of weddings so it's been fun and then yeah it's been good been seeing a lot of friends hanging out living life I just I'm um just finalized my trip to Nashville so uh, yes when is that that's in June okay I'm so excited hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they let you keep the did you did you book the car oh it was so expensive through enterprise really even with the discount i won't put that where in. did that's fine i don't care i'll be i will have left okay <laughs> yeah it it was i did it through AAA because i'm under 25 mm-hmm. and AAA covers the underage costs so that was okay. like 150 bucks knocked off yeah so yeah we eventually we booked it all and everything but so i'm really excited for that and then i'm going to my favorite coffee shop this weekend scout Which is- coffee in San Luis Obispo. It's uh, my favorite coffee shop. I literally drive four hours just to go get coffee. I'm not joking. I've done it. It's my favorite coffee shop. And I'm so excited. Like going this round trip or like one way. That's one way. That's one way. It's my favorite coffee you drive shop. drive eight hours. Do you like stay, well, stay. out there? Or I like... stay. There's a lot to do okay. out there. I like it over there. But Never that's where been the... there. Oh my gosh. We'll go and we'll go to Scout Coffee. What is this coffee shop? Like what makes it? It's just one of those places there 
Well, one, I love the city. It's in San Luis Obispo. And I just love the city because it's so simple, but it's so full of just like a lot of creative juices. Like I feel really inspired when I go there because it's so simple, but you have you have to really search for the art in the in the town. And that's what I like. I like finding little random things here and there. Um, I just have a lot of good memories associated with Scout. I have a lot of good, a lot of my friends and I have gone there because it's always like the one place we stop. Um, the atmosphere there, the people who work there are just genuinely amazing people. The way that the stores just, just is like there's a brick wall, there's a flower wall, there's, or like wallpaper flower and the coffee is just phenomenal. And I'm just, I love Scout with all my heart, with all my heart. Scout is a really cute name Isn't to me. it adorable? And there's actually two over there because it got so popular. My friend worked at the other one, but I just, I just love it. So I'm really excited to be going this weekend. Oh, I'm so excited just to go to... Well, I love I love the bride that I'm celebrating. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Also, I'm, my friends are getting married, but... Yeah, but I just, Are these your friends or are these people you just know? It's coming out. Oh, that's this weekend? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. She's not getting married this weekend. No, it's her bachelorette. Oh, my God. You I scared know. me. <laughs> I was... Oh, no, my gosh. No, she's in June. I was just about to say, I could have sworn I just looked at this and it was not... No, you know what's funny is her wedding is that Friday, and then I I'm filming a wedding that Saturday. Or I'm sorry, Sophia's my friend Sophia's is that Friday. I'm filming a wedding that Saturday, and then Camille's is on that Sunday. So I have three weddings June's in three be days. Busy. Yeah, have, that's gonna be a busy month. An expensive month. Because <laughs> I have Camille's wedding, and then I'm in a wedding. I probably will just. I probably will just stay up there, I guess. Where's it at? My the wedding that I'm in is in I don't know actually. I don't know where exactly it's gonna be yet, but it's in NorCal somewhere. Oh fun, okay. But Whew. I love weddings though. They're so much fun. I, I love being too. a guest. Like I love the, filming them, but I love being a guest. I know. I'm really happy that you can like Enjoy go experience it. a wedding and not be in work yeah. mode. Yeah. I love my friends and thank you for not hiring me to be, ve- be your videographer so I can yeah. actually enjoy your day. But it's fun. Um, do you want to get into music discoveries? Let's do it. What is yours? I had a good one. I need to start writing. You say that every week, and I look I on the I look on the paper. I'm like, oh, what's she gonna say? Because I spent, I literally, I spend all day at work from seven a.m. and I get home at like seven thirty, maybe. And I just, I just, it slips my mind every time. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. What is it? Okay, yeah, it's a song. It's not really, um, it's not really anybody. I don't think. It's not like a new thing. What's it called? Um, the song is called Lately by Stevie Wonder. And I'm not going to play it because it's sad. And I feel like I'm already. <laughs> I'm already you don't want to play like, it? No, because I, I feel like you have to listen to the entirety of the song to get the fullness of it. Okay. It is amazing, you guys. He. Stevie Wonder is one of my favorite um, songwriters and musicians. He is incredible. There is nobody like Stevie Wonder. Mm. You cannot convince me otherwise. He's just like, I just just listen to the song and please let me know what you think yeah. about it because 
I feel like even though I've not been in the situation that he's talking about, he basically he basically is talking about how he thinks um, the woman he's with is cheating on him. Oh. Yeah. But in a very sweet way. Like, it's not accusatory. It's not like, she's cheating on me and I know it, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I have this gut feeling. Wow. That you're with somebody else. Which is just like... That's heavy. It is, but I, I think it just goes perfectly. Like, that, that, <laughs> that, that song was the first song I put on this playlist I just made. Oh. <laughs> But it, it's okay. It's not because I can relate to it. It's just because it's the emotion behind the song that you feel right now. Yes. Yeah, I get so, it. So I love that song. Please let me know what you think. Also, if you have um, song ricks, please send. Yes. Always looking for something. Yeah. Listen to that song and then let me know what you think fits that vibe. And please send them to me. Mm. Will be greatly appreciated. Yes, please. There's a second one. Ooh, yay. What's up? I know I already did Frank Ocean before. Oh, such a guy. But. What a guy. Pilot Jones. That song is like. Pilot Jones. Which album's off that one? Oh, his r- orange, orange album. Yeah. It's just. um, Great. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Frank Ocean is another one. He's great. Oh, he, he is so good. He's just, he's just such really, an artist. Yes. Like, such an artist. And he he's another one that I feel like just... He hits. Yeah. Slaps. Does, okay, now does Frank Ocean ever make you sad? No, because I don't hear words, I hear sounds. Not even self-control? Honestly, no. Deadass, no. I don't hear, I don't, he- I know. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. I hear the way that the beep, boop, beep, I hear those. I hear the, the, I literally, it sounds so stupid and I sound like I'm, ugh. Like I hear the sound waves mm-hmm. and how they move me rather than what he's saying. But does that create, even, even like the music though, that doesn't create like any emotion. It creates, yes, it creates emotion. Just I don't get sad though. Like, it, it it makes me want to sway and, like, enjoy it and mm-hmm. sit in it, you know? But I'm not, like, in tears. Or yeah. I'm not, like, it doesn't put me in a bad mood. It, like, puts oh, me in no, a no, zone. No. Yeah. No, but, like, I feel it. I mm-hmm. just don't. I Not in the same way is what you're saying. Correct. Like, yeah. I, I respect it. I just, I, I hear it and it puts me in, like, a little... Puts me in a little bubble for three minutes and 46 seconds, but they won't. I, I, once it's done, I'm done. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm in and I'm out. Uh-huh. But that's just how I operate. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. That's why I said like I. It I, doesn't have to be good or bad. I get through things quick in and out. And I think that may be bad and I think it may be good. It depends. It mm-hmm. could be either. It could. Or neither. It could. Okay, who you got? I'm up. Okay. So, um, I have one that I, it's like a rediscovery. So I knew this song and it's such a popular song, but I, it's kind of funny because you're in like a, a little heavier of a phase and I'm in like a very light phase. 
So it's kind of funny how we're both opposite right now. Mm -hmm. But it's literally, and I think everybody's heard the song. It's called Brazil by Declan McKenna. Never heard it. You probably have. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's like it popped off on TikTok. I'm pretty sure. I don't have a TikTok. I know. And that's probably why I haven't heard it. And I think that's where I heard it. But I it was in my discovery, my music discovery. Oh. So that's where I heard it. Like I heard the full song. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's such a fun song. Let me see. I love his voice. He does have a really cool voice. I love his voice. But I still don't know it. That's okay. It just makes me like, just very like, like groovy. It's kind of groovy, mm-hmm. you know. So I love that, and I like I said, I'm pretty sure it's a TikTok song, but I feel like every song is a TikTok song. Um, so that's been on repeat, and then another one. It's a band that I discovered a couple weeks ago with shout out my friend Cambria again. Um, we went to this thing called Beach Chapel Sessions. So what it is, it's this group of people. They call themselves Beach Chapel Sessions. And what they do is on um, a random Saturday night every month, they have worship on a pier in Southern California on one of the beaches. So I went to Huntington Beach one, San Clemente one. And actually there's one this weekend in, I think it's Redondo Beach. So pretty much it's this group of people, like they, they blew up on TikTok and then Instagram and people find them that way. But they just go out on the pier in public and just worship. And it's really good. Um, the band that was our last time was called Isla Vista. Oh my gosh. They are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And the lead singer actually sounds like Sam Smith a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, have you listened does. to him? Yeah, I've known about them for years. I had no idea. So if you guys have never heard of Isla Vista, they were phenomenal and they're they're a worship band but they also have just general love songs and their vibe i on it's on repeat every single day Mm -hmm. oh my gosh they are really good definitely check out the songs um if you're into more of like a worship um song check out captured and so in love they it is they're so good oh my gosh and he's so petite he's so i've not seen them they're phenomenal phenomenal but i have a lot of friends who went to that church where they like started it's in santa barbara yeah yeah because i have a lot of friends from ucsb Makes sense. shout out to you guys makes sense they told me about it a long time ago yeah they're like local legends out there like um i don't know if you know who Derek is he was on staff with epic the glasses yes yes he i don't know if he played with isla vista or he, but he went to UCSB or was on staff at UCSB. So he mm. loves Isla Vista. Yeah, I think I met him at some conference. Probably. Yeah, he was cool. But yeah, those are uh, music discoveries. Like Imani said, send us some, please. We love, please love, love, love new music. Yes. So kind of sticking with music's music, um, the Grammys were this last weekend. Did you watch them? 
Do you know the answer to that? I'm guessing it's a no. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest. I don't have time. I don't have time to watch this stuff. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch it. I just saw all the highlights. Yeah. Um. I saw some. Yeah. So the Grammys, I personally, they're one of my favorites. Um, what's it called? Academies, I guess. Like there's like Golden Globes, Oscars. And I think it's just because I spend more time in music than I do in movies and TV shows and stuff. But there was actually a lot of controversy because I know The weekend, and I think one of the members of One Direction like refused to be a part of the Grammys because they didn't like how the Grammys operated or something. But I heard, and I think I need to fact check this, but I heard you actually need to pay to get yourself on like the roster to be nominated for the Grammys. Something of that sort. Like That it's, sounds wrong. Like it sounds like not wrong, like you're wrong. Oh. It sounds like <laughs> I was like I just heard your it. face. <laughs> I would never I would never say something that harshly. I think you're one. wrong, Robin. But that like that sounds like a horrible thing to do to a person. I think it's something like that. Nominated. I wouldn't know. For, I want to say that's where I heard, and that's why people were like somewhat boycotting it. Why is that? I Some, wonder. I need to look it up. Please let me know if you guys if you know that's true or not. I don't know, but I know there's a lot of like controversy going back and forth regarding any award show or something and i know especially yeah. the grammys but um taylor swift won if um what's it called spoiler alert taylor swift won album of the year for folklore i personally have not listened to it i don't really me either dip into I, didn't her. Even, I didn't even know she had another album out I mean, she has one out every single year so <laughs> no offense i just don't i she's just not my kind of vibe so i just don't really pay too much attention for her of her no offense taylor i used to love taylor swift i liked her in her country phase her first album taylor swift back in the fourth fifth sixth seventh maybe eighth grade bomb so many bangers i heard she probably still has bangers but well, i just don't won, know them she won album of the yeah, year so i just I don't know so. them yeah i've heard she's not the greatest okay don't come for me swifties I heard she's Is that not. What they're called? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna call them that. Swifties. I heard she's not the greatest voice. Well, she's not. I heard her performance, her shows though, are amazing. Like I hear she puts in a lot of work for her shows, which I think that's why she has such a big following is because of the shows. But I don't know. And then Billie Eilish won Everything I Ever Wanted for Record of the Year. Fan- I don't know that song either. Oh, it's such a good song. Or maybe oh, I do. I probably do, and I don't know the name. Yeah, it's everything I ever wanted. Um, such such a good song. It's like pretty much. I mean, people interpreted it like you think fame is everything you want. Turns out it's not, kind of thing. Absolutely phenomenal. And then Queen B won four. Oh yeah. Grammys. See, this is what I know about. Here you go. So she has a lifetime total of twenty eight Grammys. Which means she now holds the record for most Grammy wins by a female artist. God bless. Shout out to you, Beyonce. You know I love you. Well, you don't know, but you know. She'll know one day. And then her daughter, Blue Ivy, also won her first award. She's so cute. She's adorable. (laughs) Absolutely adorable. Did she win that for Brown Skin Girl? 
she had to have that's the only song she's i would assume I'm look so. it up. i'm gonna look it up uh brown skin girl yes revolutionary song i've never listened to it it's great it's a great eight, song eight because, years old because you yeah she because she she does the little hook at the beginning it's a great song huh because you you have like this whole i mean i'm not gonna watch black is king if you haven't oh i haven't seen that yet is black that is on king Disney yes Plus? black is black is king is amazing it's an amazing um portrayal of african culture and how that intersects with being black in america being black in other like because that's not just you like there are black people everywhere and she just like does like this incredible job of bringing that all together Hmm. it's very good yeah i heard good things yeah but brown skinned girl like glorifies not glorifies but puts the spotlight on darker skinned women which is a huge huge issue if you don't know about it you should just just google colorism in america or literally wherever it's a whole thing and so for somebody to make a song about that is like that's what i that's what was powerful about it yeah it's great 10 out of 10 would recommend good to know yeah go blue ivy um and then another highlight meg the meg the stallion was the first female rapper to win the best new artist award since laura lauren hill in 1999 she also won best rap performance and best rap song for savage featuring beyonce i'm a savage love that song too classic bougie classy classy how's it go (laughs) I haven't listened to it in a while. Classy. Is it? I thought it was classic. Mm-mm. Classic, bougie. What's it? Ratchet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sassy, moody, nasty. Oh, shoot. I Unpopular opinion, maybe for our audience, but I love Make the Stallion. I think she's I really, really talented. Do. I really do. Her, her album, Good News. If you want to know how I pump myself up, that's it listen to uh what's new and uh what is the name of that song there's a song with big sean and two chains on there oh my gosh i know all the words it's so good but go meg do you yeah do you do you do you know who lauren hill is no well uh let me look at the face i'm way better with faces than names she's amazing she the fact that she is as popular as she is off of one album she's only ever dropped one album oh that's impressive and it was amazing she she sings um doo-wop x factor x factor guys i don't want to go on a tangent but lauren hill is like the first i shouldn't say the first i should say she was a singer and a rapper and not everybody could do that could do both not everybody could do both so yeah she's an incredible incredible artist 
It says here she is often regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time, as well as being one of the most influential singers of her generation. Yes. That's awesome. Miss Lauren Hill, everyone. She's just, she's a great artist. Good to know. That's crazy. 1999, it's been 20 years, 21. Yeah. Wild. Mm. Speaking of Meg, Megan the, St- the Stallion, uh, Miss Cardi B and Megan uh, performed WAP on national television. And um, the article where I'm getting this information is from New York Times. And they say um, it was slightly, in parentheses, PG version of WAP. And me and Imani have watched the performance. And, I mean, let me know your guys' take. There were a lot of um, moves being done by bodies that are just a little bit, I think a little bit higher on the rated scale, just based on what I've seen in movies, you know? And it just, we were just talking how it's kind of concerning how now PG's kind of treated that way. I mean, yeah, but okay, in terms of what the actual video is, I can see why they said PG. Have you seen WAP the video? Yeah. Also, that video's I love that video. I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion again. WAP to me is like, like the video is so well thought out it, to me that it like, I understand why there's controversy behind it. hundred percent. I think that's valid concerns, especially if you have children. But like I wasn't allowed to watch music videos, period. Yes. When I was little. It, yes. Like, I feel like uh, on the standard of like music videos, like, I just feel like it's, like, I feel like it's more so now than it was when we were kids, but I don't feel like it's that much worse. Like, my, like, my parents will still wouldn't let me watch music videos if I was a kid today, you know? Mm. Like, I don't think kids should really be watching music videos in general. Like, if you're, like, if you're going to be concerned about, like, what your kids watch, first of all, YouTube... You can access so much stuff that's um, considered appropriate for kids on YouTube that's probably not appropriate for kids. Yeah. So, and a lot of those are music videos that the lyrics or the visuals is probably not, like, whether it be subliminal or outright. Like, WAP is very outright, I will say. Yes, it is. But there's a lot of stuff that's, like, on the sly and that's, like just as bad no i kind of like what i was going with was it just makes me nervous that that's considered pg and i mean there's i don't personally think there's anything wrong with what's going on like like what's what they're doing like that's their life i could care less it's just more of like if that's considered pg what's going to be considered pg when i have kids do i even want kids that's well, just I, that, i'm just talking we don't yeah. have to talk about it but like what a i mean i feel like that changes every generation like what was considered what was considered in our parents generation is completely different like our parents feel the same way about a lot of things mm-hmm. that like would not have like flown now or are then that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just like, look at bathing suits 50 years ago. Exactly. It's like, 
they would probably <laughs> could you imagine having gone back in time and wearing like what is considered a full bathing suit now back then like they'd have <laughs> you'd be arrested for indecency <laughs> could you imagine that like so i just feel like things changed my whole thing was they said it's slightly pg and then i was just gonna bring up that it's just crazy that how that stuff's Evolving, like you said, from generation to generation. It's like Frozen's PG. WAP is not PG. And I don't care. That's fine. You do you. I'm in no way to judge. You're an artist. That's how you portray yourself. So be it. Like, I could give a shit what you do. It just makes me nervous because, like, the future, I guess. Where do you think it could go from here? What do you mean? Like if this, like if this is what is PG, like what is, I guess like what is the fear behind that? I just feel like there's no protection. Like kids are getting, kids are just learning about adult things. I think way too young. That's the biggest thing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you shouldn't know. Like, and I think it's maybe just because how I was raised, I was raised in a little bit more conservative traditional home. And I went to private school, so I was very shielded. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I still learned, you know, the basics and stuff. But I just feel like with technology and with our social media presence and everything, I just feel like like freaking 12 years old girls are looking like they're 20 already. Yeah. Like I just feel like people are just growing up too quick. And like when I was 14, I was wearing... That was really bad. First off, I had a side part and bangs. Have and you seen those memes about the side parts? Yeah, they're canceled. They're done. You can't do them. But like I wore those gross cut off like knee length shorts. Khaki or not khakis. What they were, were, they were jean shorts, but they were like above the knee, like gross. And like t-shirts with like four shirts underneath like we looked awful compared to these 14 year olds now like they look better than i dress like these 14 year olds and it's like no you're supposed to go through the awkward kid phase we all had to do it you have to do it too <laughs> like you can't just go from toddler to perfection like no you have to go through the puberty awkward stage but no they're not going through that stage and it's maybe it's jealousy on my part for them not experiencing the pain <laughs> that we had to go through but i just think kids are growing up so fast like and the standard for them is so so much higher at a, such a younger age like kids yeah. like if you don't have this many followers on instagram at 13 you're not cool and i just think it's like i think that's what's worrying me more it's like we're just growing up too quick like other kids are growing up too quick yeah that's, I think, the the whole purpose of this conversation, in my opinion, was that. Like, I could give a shit what you do on stage. Like, there's no controversy there. It's just more of, like, the fact that they labeled that PG, PG if it was me watching that as a seven-year-old, that'd be rated R, you know? At least that, yeah. when I was seven, 20 years ago, you know? So, it's just wild to me how things are evolving, and I'm actually seeing it through, like, adult eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's wild to me, is I'm actually seeing it like i feel like i'm old (laughs) yeah i'm in my mid-20s i shouldn't have to feel old yeah i get that Uh, but like i think too like 
if you I mean like I just what I rem- remember like did did you guys have dress codes? I mean, you went to private school. Oh, we had the strictest dress code. <laughs> like I could run through a list of what I couldn't wear. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, oh, they yes. they used to tell us like the alumni who went to that school were telling us like their uniforms, their skirts that we should be happy that we could wear our skirt above the knee because they used to have to wear skirts to the freaking floor. And that that I I was I've been thinking about this a lot. Like the like the how how like kids now are evolving what's being communicated to them. Like I just feel like so much like we learned on our own or we were told like don't do this don't do that blah 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 like don't dress this way don't do this certain thing or like we had a lot of rules yeah to where like i think that i think um like boundaries are good and um not only that but like structure is good yeah but if you like i feel like to some extent like those same things that are supposed to help you can hurt you yeah i agree a lot like i don't know if i don't know if i would want like (laughs) i'm not saying i would want like my young children watching wop or like (laughs) like i'm not saying that but i think like the idea that like you don't have to you like your body is beautiful and like that you can you can love your body and still honor your body and still be appreciative of what you have without feeling shame behind that. Like I know too many people who are like, who are like getting married and now all of a sudden, like you've been told your whole life, don't have sex, sex is bad, don't dress like this, yada, yada. And now that you get married, now you flip the switch. Where like to me like there's there's so much and that's also church culture but I feel like the like some structures that we have are like they're helpful in some ways and not helpful in others like there has to be a both and like if you're gonna say don't wear this or you can't watch that or you can't say this or don't talk in this way like I feel like there has to be more than just don't do that you have to also show like what is what is the honorable way to do this like what is like if if WAP is not <laughs> the, the, follow me here if WAP is not like uh like a lot of people describe that as like oh my gosh like she's a woman and she's talking about her sexuality in like very free way if that's not healthy which I'm not particularly saying that I think it is but is it healthy to then communicate to your children that like sex is bad, sexual urges are not like you have to ignore them. And like that, like I just feel like there's two extremes, you know, like I'm curious to see how this generation, like the kids who are kids now who like saw that I'm curious, like what their, like what their upbringing looks like, if that makes sense. Cause I'm not a parent right now. I don't have to think about, my child saw WAP. How do I now explain like the effects of like, I don't have to think about that. Thank God. But like, I, I'm curious, like what their 
outlook on things will be versus like ours and our parents and like how that impacts them. I'd be very interested to see that. Or even social media, same thing. Like if you didn't have the followers as a kid, like I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued at what that looks like. Like, I just think it'll be an interesting generation to watch. Yeah, and I kind of, like, low-key don't want to raise it. Like, that's a lot of pressure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now not only do you have to worry about your kids, like, at school, now you're worried about what's literally in their hand. Exactly. At their fingertips. And the thing is, like, okay, I'm 24. I want to have kids that, like... 30 32 i know you can i just i don't want to have kids right away like just think in five years the technology that could happen well no they wouldn't be having a phone mother or baby hold on so in like 10 years just think of the technology that can happen in 10 years think okay 2011 did i have a phone i had a razor in 2011 a razor flip phone they were so cool yes i had a pink one they were so fun so 11 or 10 years ago i had a razor flip phone think now we have the iphone 12 and we have the internet at our fingertips 5g all this stuff just think in another 10 years like we're not gonna even have phones it's gonna be like black mirror where they have like the little Ooh. eye contacts where like you just see things and you have like this little earbud <laughs> like literally that's what it's gonna be so like and when you you're can, a, like scroll on your, oh my god yeah shit, so like when weird. you're a kid like I, I don't know it's just it freaks me out and i'm it just freaks me out like that's the whole point of this whole thing it just freaks mm-hmm. me out and i'm okay to feel that way i'm feeling things Imani. yeah i'm feeling something you should be happy yeah it just freaks I, me out which is good like i feel like though you like navigating those is like really helps like like okay because like we've been taught only one thing right i feel like we were raised pretty similarly in that like it was very conservative in that like i wasn't running around my house like my my mom bought my clothes i had pretty i had nice clothes i mean i wait where are you going with this (laughs) like i was pretty like i'm just saying like like we like went through this phase in middle school of like figuring it out right yes but like those same the kids who are in middle school now okay so they're like 12 their parents are probably in like their early 30s four, yeah early 30s oh wait hold on well yeah they could be eh. middle school is like 6th grade 12 12? yeah 12 plus 20 32 could be yeah 30s we'll just say 30s 30s yeah so in their they're 30 they're only their parents are only 6 7 years older than us oh god so like like, what i'm saying is like they went through that phase a lot of times you parent in a way that you wish you were parented correct or you become like the friend that you the type of person that you wanted in your life yeah so like if i feel like the kids like growing up like that now is a reflection of social media and like watching things to an extent but also their parents had to go through an ugly phase too and their parents probably were just like i will not have my kids out here like my parents had me out here i'm like just floundering that builds character but like i've had i've had somebody i was just talking to a friend about this someone this wasn't someone i personally knew but they're 
comment was I would love to be poor in life. Like not because they were poor their whole life, but just the thought of not being attached to material things. Only a person who was not like when it depend and it depends how you define poor. But yeah. like I like I feel like the idea of wanting to why would you want to you be poor? You can just choose to not attach yourself. You don't need to be poor to it. Exactly. And most people don't want that. Like I don't want to struggle my whole life to do things. You no. know, like I I don't want that. Like <laughs> So it's just like to even put your and I wouldn't want my kids to have to go through that either. Yeah. Like that is a lot. I would not. So it's like stuff like that where it's like most people don't want their kids to go through what they viewed as like this was a really hard point. Middle school's tough. Yeah. If you also can't pick out the clothes you want and your parents pick your clothes poorly like just well or it's worse because you think you know what you want yeah but the thing is we all dress like that so it was the trend it was the trend yeah i had the feather in the hair i had two of them exactly and so like now feather in your hair yeah did you ever have one no where there was like an extension but it was like a feather my hair was not straight my hair is you could have still gotten one but i never wore my hair down where would i put a feather you could have always pinned it up without the rest of your hair. Anyway, I no had, feathers. I didn't even know that was a trend. Them. Oh my gosh, I love watching movies like that are a little older, like the Step Up movies or something. And they, I see a feather in the hair. I was one. I had a black and brown one, and then I had a pink one. I loved my pink one. I feel like I remember seeing people oh, doing this. They were so cute, and I loved that trend. I never got into the stringy sparkle ones, the ones that just kind of like lay on your hair. I never got into those, but the feathers. I got mine done at the mall. It lasted for so long. It got so gross. But it was just like an extension, like hair extensions. You know how you clip them in? Same thing, but it was a feather. I loved it. I wanted... Should we bring them back? <laughs> I Hey, okay, everybody's listening. Do it. Let's put this together. I'm very much down to bring them back. That would be so funny. I should just... I, I kept it for a while because I wanted to wear it again. Yeah, maybe I'll get a feather. Anyway, what were we saying? It was the trend. Yes. It was the trend. So, like, I just feel like people naturally choose to keep and discard the things that they liked and disliked that their parents did. So, I don't know. I just feel like that it makes sense that this generation of kids dresses the way they do with their parents only being like, not that this is always true, but like uh, generally kids whose parents have no sense of fashion also don't <laughs> dress accordingly. Like in th- at that age, when your parents are still buying you clothes, if your parents are kind of like, ah, like imagine me buying clothes for a child, I would buy the easiest thing to put on them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not about to spend time thinking about what's going to match and blah, blah. Like I'll put a lot of effort into your shoe game. There you go. But I probably won't, like, I don't buy clothes for myself like that. Yeah. Like, I do to an extent, but not most, most times I don't do that. So, like, somebody whose child is, like, the child of people who actually know, like, your kids, I feel like, are going to be stylish. Unless you choose to let them <laughs> suffer through, through the ugly phase. I but don't know. Even, like, like, 
I don't know. I just feel like the world will I really be want, an interesting place to see. If I do have kids, I think I want boys because boys' fashion is so much better than girls' fashion. Oh my goodness. I, I would agree pimp with them that. up so much. Oh my goodness. I just want to dress them. I just want my cousins and siblings to have babies just so I can dress them. Like, yes, yeah, circle of life, that's great. But like <laughs> the kid, the baby yes, clothes. Yes, new birth, but wait, whatever. Wait, wait, but the baby clothes are so cute. I love babies. But yeah. Okie dokie, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Yes. Thank you for um, dealing with my pessimism. <laughs> you know what? I'm feeling all types of things. Guys. It just comes with the course. Like, it does. This is, we're not going to, we're going to be transparent and we're not going to, you know, be try to be fake and be something we're not at the moment. Like, we're here. We're doing it. You're all good, girl. Yes. Thank it's you, everyone. Good. If you listen or whatever you listen on, um, please rate and subscribe. Five stars. It really helps us out. Yeah, we had a couple listeners in Turkey. We had a couple yeah. in France. So how we get more listeners worldwide is by getting ratings and subscribers and um, comments and stuff. So mm-hmm. feel free if you're enjoying it. Put down some comments. Rate us some stars if you'd like. It would really help us out. And it'll get us higher on the recommended page. Yes. We're in 13 countries, guys. Wow. Who would have thought? Really f- I- random i would never have even aimed for that but anyway please rate review subscribe and feel free to shoot us an email about stuff that you want to hear stuff you like stuff that you don't like we're open to it all yeah we love you guys thank you so much we will talk to you guys soon bye